Hey, I'm Tom Power. I'm the host of the podcast Q with Tom Power, where we talk to all kinds of artists, actors, writers, musicians, painters. We had Green Day on the other day talking about their huge album, American Idiot. Nicole Byer came on to talk about ADHD and comedy. And then there's Dan Levy. While we were talking about filmmaking, we talked about his insecurities. I sometimes feel like I have this desire to, like, perform, to be a version of myself that people might like. Listen to Q with Tom Power to hear your favorite artists as they truly are wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. I think it's time to rate the Stanley Cup experience. This thing is ginormous. When you walk into a meeting like this, like holding this holding this thing, it's going to be a point of conversation. If you- I got the one without the handle, but I've seen everyone and their mom with this cup, and especially... The line is starting to get long. I don't know what I got myself into. I can't believe I'm running for a Stanley Cup. I, got my- I am slowly starting to understand the obsession with this cup. Have you guys seen any other cool Stanley thing? <gasps> oh my gosh, there's a new Stanley Cup coming out tomorrow. Cheers. All those influencers were talking about the Stanley Cup. Not that Stanley Cup. This is an insulated travel mug with a straw. And it is, as you heard, ginormous. It's very big. The most popular size holds about 1.2 liters of water. It has suddenly become very, very popular. Fans have camped out in long lines to buy the latest colors and limited editions. Meg Duff is a freelance journalist who usually writes about climate change, contributing writer with Slate magazine. And that is where she wrote about said Stanley Cup. Meg, good morning. Good morning. If you don't have teenagers in your life, you might not know exactly what we're talking about. Can you describe this cup? Oh, yes. This cup is the quintessentially American drinking vessel. It is huge. Um, It keeps your water very cold, which we, ironically, given our impact on global ice, um, we love our ice. Americans love ice. And I had never heard of the Stanley Cup until my editor asked me if I had a reusable water bottle philosophy. (laughs) But my friends filled me in. (laughs) We'll get back to that, but continue. Yeah, so they told me that what they love about the straw is that it lets you keep your water icy cold, but it also keeps that water from making your teeth cold. So it's perfect. You say quintessential American vessel. One of the things is I think of of, um, drive-through and cars and the giant hole in the console of your vehicle where you can put your you know super big gulp or whatever this that does that make this quintessentially american as well that it's that it's there suited for you uh, as you are steering around uh, in your in your car yes it fits in a car cup holder it is basically a big gulp with a glow up give us the origin story of this these were cups that were used in i mean i i know them from the construction industry um but how yeah, how, so- how how did this suddenly become a thing. Right. So Stanley has been around forever. It's known for these thermoses that construction workers, that hikers carry around that last a lifetime. Um, But in 2019, this affiliate marketing site called The Buy Guide saw this Stanley cup with the straw and said, oh my gosh, this is perfect for working moms. We're going to make it happen. And they did. They successfully created a buzz around this and Stanley leaned all the way in Um, They hired an executive from Crocs to run their product strategy. And so since then, Stanley has been doing these limited edition, different color drops that are creating a lot of buzz. Why working moms in particular? Um, I think think because it's huge Mm. and you can carry your water around with you all day. It stays cold. Um, All the things we talked about. And 
And this is a group of people who are feel really busy, um, feel like they might not have time to refill, uh, and also who feel like they need a lot of water. Hydration has been really framed as this thing now that we need to control, um, but that has all of these benefits, right? Hydration could be great for glowing skin. It could be great for productivity. Um, and it's so one more thing we have to check off our list. And I think that really appealed to people. This goes back to your reusable water bottle philosophy. What is your usable reusable water bottle philosophy, Meg? I mean, buy one once and reuse it. Like the one you already have is the best one. Ah. Social media would say that that's not good enough, that you need to have more and you need to have better. What role has social media played in what we've seen with the Stanley? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the Stanley is this consumer fad, right? So we we associate reusable water bottles with being environmentally friendly. Um, but that's only true if you reuse it a lot. Uh, and so this is more about fitting in. It's And it really fits this, like, TikTok aesthetic where... You want these, you know, you want all your colors to match. You want your cup to match your outfit. You want to show yourself organizing your collections of things. And so people have their like shelves of Stanley cups that they're organizing and color coordinating. And you want to show that you are appropriately hydrated. As you said, there is a, an obsession with hydration. We've talked about, you know, IV clinics on this program offering people hydration. You see people carrying larger and larger and larger water bottles all the time. It's, it's like they have one of those jugs from the office um, that they're carrying around with them. When did we start to believe that we need to be drinking this much water? Yeah, so... Um, I think the good news for those of us who now feel slightly guilty about not hydrating enough um, is that this is this is not something that's always been the case. This really came out of uh, Gatorade in the 1960s. They had this new product um, and I think quickly realized that it would sell better if people were a little worried about hydration, that no longer was this something that would take care of itself when you were thirsty um, but that you might be a little bit dehydrated without realizing it and that this could have some impact on your performance in an athletic setting. And then that message really went far beyond athletics. And it's been used to sell plastic water bottles um, when bottled water became more readily available. And now these reusable water bottles, and actually a lot of the research on hydration is done by bottled water companies still, or funded by them. Hence, you see people, I mean, I, I, growing up, I don't ever remember people walking around with a bottle of water unless you were hiking in the desert or something like that. And now everybody needs to have that as soon as you walk out the door. Yeah, well, I, we used to have a lot of drinking fountains. Um, <laughs> well, there's but that we too, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's also a lot of other ways to get water besides drinking it straight. You're a climate change reporter. Um, and so is, is your sense that are we, you know, we're saving the planet by buying uh, reusable cups like this mug? No, I think we're saving the planet um, when, we, when we use fewer disposable uh, plastic items. Um, and maybe a reusable water bottle helps towards that. But, you, you know, very many people have these and still use those plastic water bottles, um, I don't think buying a new one is going to, you know, do anything besides make you look cute on TikTok. I'm talking to you on the 19th of January about this. Are we too late? Is the Stanley now no longer cool? <laughs> um, the Stanley may no longer be cool. I'm not the right person to speak to this. Um, <laughs> but I think <laughs> generally... <laughs> 
when I found out about something, that means it's too late and now over. So there's something else that people might need. Do you, I mean, the last question that I would have is, is, is what color is your Stanley cup? Okay, so I do have a Stanley thermos mm -hmm. that I dug out from under the bed when I realized that this was a thing. Um, mine is from before the cup craze. It is a sort of weird green. Um, and I drink it. I drink from it when I'm hiking. And actually, during the day, I don't use a water bottle. I use a bunch of, <laughs> I use a tea kettle and a lot of mugs. Um, and that was something that actually really gave me a lot of climate hope when I was reporting this story, was realizing um, just we've become obsessed with hydration as this individual craze mm -hmm. and this individual responsibility. But actually, we didn't, that's not how we used to get our water. We used to get our fluids, you know, from our, our afternoon cup of tea or from our coffee group. And Often from hanging out with our friends, it was this byproduct of quality time, not of careful management. Mm. Um, and I think that's also the best way to resist these consumer trends. The more you feel like you belong, the less you feel like you need to buy something to fit in. Meg, I'm glad to talk to you about this. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Matt. Meg Duff is a freelance journalist, usually writes about climate change. She's also a contributing writer to Slate magazine. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.